Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Pomni Podcasts. I know it's been uh, around two months since I've recorded the last one, or it's been, um, last one I did was in 2018, and you know, I was thinking, uh, I gotta do one in 2019, you know? And uh, this is episode number six, uh, last podcast, uh, was a solo podcast, and um, I really just went over my thoughts about the NFL so far, and the uh, you know, the postseason and everything, and now that's over, uh, we gotta move on from that, um, since football season is over, and, um, you know, on this podcast, I really, um, you know, I've just been thinking that I don't think I've, uh, talked about myself that much, and so in this episode of, episode number six of Pony Podcasts, I just wanted to, um, you know, uh, record a podcast about, uh, me, because I feel like I haven't fully introduced myself, I'm sure most of you know who I am, but uh, you guys don't know uh, most of uh, my story. And um, so let's get right into it. Uh, my name is Salar. Of course, you guys know um, I was born on August 29th, 2002 in Fairfax, Virginia. And um, I was born to Pakistani parents um, and they lived in, I forgot where they lived, but it was near Chantilly, I think. Yeah, the first uh, house that my parents lived in uh, was in, it's near my doctor's office that I uh, I still go to, but I forgot where it was, Chantilly or wherever, but uh, anyways, I have lived in Virginia my whole life, I haven't uh, lived anywhere else, uh, my parents, they came to America in, I think like, 99 or 2000 or something like that, I, I don't know, I don't know, I forgot. But, um, yeah, so I was born in Fairfax, Virginia, in, in the uh, most bland place in Virginia. Like, seriously, Fairfax, Virginia, that's kind of boring, but whatever, everybody's born somewhere, right? And uh, you can't really control where you're born, so. <sighs> so I was born in Fairfax, Virginia, to Pakistani parents, and I was, um, uh, I forgot how old I was when my parents moved to Ashburn, but um, I think I was uh, one or two years old. I'm not sure, but uh, so yeah, we moved to Ashburn and we lived in Ashburn for around, I gotta say seven or eight years. Um, yeah, we lived in Ashburn for around, or it was like six or seven, or six to eight, I would say, but I, I forgot, it's been a really long time you know time passes by really really fast and so we moved to Ashburn and uh, this place really changed my life so about my early life uh, I went to Adams Center in preschool uh, for preschool Uh, those of you who do not know what Adams Center is it is a uh, it's all Dulles area Muslim society Um, it's basically a mosque and uh, it's the biggest um, Muslim, you know, association in Virginia, and probably one of the biggest in the world, honestly, in North America at least. But um, yeah, I went to preschool with my brother at Adams Center, and um, it was a pretty good time. I, I really forget everything because it's been such a long time, and like I said, pa- time passes really fast. But yeah, me, me and my brother. Um, my family we lived in this amazing amazing ashburn home it was um it was 
on a cul-de-sac. It wasn't on one, but it was it was near one, and um, it was the biggest house that like I've ever uh, lived in. And it's uh, to me, it's the best house ever. And I really miss that house because it's been wow, it's really been um, over ten years since we've uh, moved from that house. But you know. Uh, good things have to, you know, some good things have to end, you know, uh, maybe not everything is in uh, that kind of particular plan, but um, the reason we moved from that house uh, in 2009 is because of, uh, I'm sure most of you know the Great Depression we had in like 2009, so yeah, the bank made us, uh, they made us move, so it's pretty, pretty heartbreaking, but uh, so yeah, uh, more about that house. That house was just amazing. Um, it was like I don't want to flex on anybody. It was like a million dollars. I'm not even, not even lying. It was huge. You know, Cashburn. We lived in Cashburn, dude, and it was uh, the biggest house in the block. And you know, just so many memories. And you know, I wanted to take uh, this podcast, you know, this episode, to really just talk about you know like nostalgic things. And because I've really been, I've I've lately I've lately been feeling, um, you know, a lot of nostalgia from things, uh, mainly in the Audi area. So I will get to that soon. So since uh, we moved from that Ashburn house, oh wait, I forgot to say, I went to Hillside Elementary School. Um, I went there from kindergarten to around mid third grade, and it was. It was a great time. I, I still miss that school too, but you know, we, we all just gotta move on to things. I remember uh, some of the teachers there and I, I still remember them, uh, what they've taught me, what they've meant to me. You know, those, some of those teachers at Hillside were pretty close. Uh, they're really nice teachers. But, um, so after we, we moved um, in 2009 or 10-ish, we moved to a place called Stone Ridge, Virginia where I am today, which is known as, uh, it's commonly known as Aldi, Virginia, but, uh, you know, it, and honestly, I am really satisfied with where I live today, um, because in 2000, around 2009 or 10, um, my dad got this one spice town in Sterling, and we had that for, like, a few years, but that spice town was, uh, like the OG Spice Town right now is in Herndon. It's always been here um, for like as long as my dad's opened it. But uh, you know the Sterling Spice Town it meant a lot to me because um, you know 2009 and 10 uh, those times like those early 2010s were probably the best years of my life and um, you know the best childhood years. I had a great childhood and I'm so thankful for where I have lived in. You know, all the things that have happened to me up until this point, you know, we got to be really thankful for, th- for things because if we're not thankful for things, we're not going to be satisfied in our lives, you know, because um, like you got to you got to be thankful. You can't just um, say, oh, I don't have a, I don't have a million dollars. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Look at what you have. OK, and then compare yourself to people that don't have a speck of that, because, you know, what you have could be someone else's like lifetime dream of having so we always got to be thankful for things all right 
<sighs> so anyways, uh, my dad, he, he um, bought this, bought this uh, little, um, it, like I said, uh, the spice on Sterling. It was on Sterling Plaza. It was a really, really amazing time. I really missed that place um, because um, so many memories. We had a few employees that uh, made our experience uh, at Spice Town really, really fun. Uh, shout out to those guys, Oscar and Renee. Um, I, I miss those guys. They were they were honestly amazing. Uh, one of the best employees uh, we've ever had at Spice Town. And you know, uh, things had to move on. Actually, wait. Uh, yeah, my dad had the Sterling's Spice Town in 2009. It was before we moved, but we had it after we moved. I I, I kept thinking, uh, right when we moved, we got that Spice Town, but no, that's, that's not it. Um, so yeah, after um, after we shut that Spice Town down, we uh, we we stuck to the we stuck to the um, Herndon one, uh, the one that's here today still, uh, and it was it was a pretty good time. And 20, 2010, 2009, 2011, those are those are good times. And th those are the years uh, some of my cousins from Austria came, and they lived with us for a little bit, and now they live in Leesburg. And there's just so much nostalgia, and I mean nostalgia by uh, the culture in 2010, like uh, in America. At the time, we had a lot of pop music, a lot of great music, and I still miss it. You know, we don't we don't really listen to the uh, these songs uh, today, but you know, uh, let me refresh your memory of uh, the two early 2010s uh, nostalgia. So, okay, what is there? There's Katy Perry, Bruno Mars. I mean, they're they're still here today, but I'm not sure any of us really listen to Katy Perry today. Like that's that's kind of weird, um, unless you're a girl, I guess. But yeah, Katy Perry, Bruno Mars, you know, Black Eyed Peas, all those kinds of things. Um, uh, what else? There's there's a few bands too in the early 2010s, but I'm sure I'm sure most of you guys know. Uh, the man's like you know far east movement all these all these kinds of things such nostalgic songs like uh my my uh most nostalgic song from uh the 2010s is uh grenade by bruno mars and uh what's what else is it called uh we are young from far east movement i'm pretty sure that's that's their song so yeah um there's there's a lot of just great music in the 2010s that I I really miss and I really miss those times because uh, at the time I lived in okay the first house we lived in in um, Aldi was uh, it's funny that was the first house that I lived in so I came here in third grade uh, or mid third grade and uh, my life has completely changed from then it's been Oh my god, it's been eight years since third grade. Think about that for a second. To you juniors, it's been eight years since third grade. Holy shit. Okay, so... Oh my god, that actually blew my mind. Eight years since third grade? Oh my god, dude. That's crazy, because we're 11th graders now, and... Holy shit. 
That's actually insane, dude. 2011, 2012, we were in third grade. It's crazy because we graduated from. Uh, okay, so I went to elementary. I went to this new elementary school called our called Arcola Elementary, and most of you who are listening to this probably went there. Um, you know, I made a lot of great friends there, and um, that that school really changed my life. You know, a lot of people might not like like the schools that they've been to because you know uh, the middle school that I went to. Mercer Middle. A lot of people re- really just uh, hate that school. They're like, man, that, that like going to Mercer, it sucked. I hate it so much. Like, I don't. I've I've never really hated anything that's gone in my life. Okay, but besides like, of course, like dark times. I'll get to there soon. But um, so yeah, we went to Arcola Elementary School, and some of the great friends I have today, like Ahmed. Uh, shout out to Ahmed. We've been friends for a long time. And our parents have been friends for since we were born, I think. But yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of friends like Muhammad, Ahmed. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't name it anymore because I, I keep forgetting. But you know, most of the people that went to Arcola were not really friends with that much anymore. Um, only a couple, only a couple. There's like Andrew. Uh, shout out to Andrew Santiago. Aaron Villagomez, you know, we're friends with all these people today, but, yeah, Arcola was a good time, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of a tough time, well, not really, because when we moved to, uh, the Audi area, I, I had some friends that I left behind in, in Ashburn, and, you know, I didn't know what it felt like to move, except when I was born, but, you know, you don't really have senses when you're born, and, like, literally, I was around seven or eight years old when I moved, and, um, is that right? Seven or eight years old? Oh my god, yeah. Because that, that feels so young to me. Oh my god. Because eight years ago, I was in third grade. And that's... Holy shit, that was half of my life ago, dude. That's crazy. Oh, So... Yeah, I left some of my friends in, uh, back in uh, Hillside. And uh, luckily... Just recently, like last year, year and a half ago, I finally came into some contact with a few of them uh, through Instagram. Uh, we talked for a little, we haven't talked since, but it was nice to kind of uh, say, like, say hello, you know, greet each other again, see how we were doing, you know, because all of my friends um, in Hillside, of course, are not juniors. But, uh, I haven't seen any of them since. I haven't talked to them since. So it's been it's been kind of it's kind of awkward, but kind of um, it's kind of nice to see each other again. You know, hear about each other again. Because I don't think they knew that I uh, moved only like a couple miles away from them. But yeah, so the first house I lived in was uh, it was on uh, the street called Terrazzo Terrace. I'm not gonna say address because that's weird but uh yeah it was a i have so much nostalgia there i just um i still remember on those friday nights when i'm uh you know coming back with my mom from spice town uh we would be driving at nighttime and listening to grenade by bruno mars or you know far east movement or you know all these nostalgic songs uh you know like somebody that i used to know and all these all these things like bands like kings of leon and all that we would just listen to them driving home on a 2011 night you know 
and I would go home, play with my Legos, you know, watch some, watch some SpongeBob. I mean, I still kind of watch some SpongeBob today, but uh, that's just for fun now. Um, yeah, it's, I, I really miss those times. Those times were amazing. And I'm so blessed to have experienced those times. And um, so now, all right, so after I lived in Terrazzo Terrace, I lived there for around four years, right? And I made all my friends in Arcola and all that. But uh, in the last year I lived there, uh, that's when I went to sixth grade. And of course, we all know we went to middle school in Mercer Middle. And that, I don't, I don't really hate that school. That, that school was pretty fun. Mercer was a good time. I had a good time. Some of the teachers were pretty bad, but, you know, hanging out with friends there. You know, a lot of nostalgic moments from then. You know, I was friends with a lot of people there. You know, shout out to all of you who know what UBN is. United Ballers Nation. We made that little group of us, all of us friends. Uh, most of the people in that group I don't, I'm not really friends with anymore, except, except a few, but. Yeah, you know, time buys, uh, time flies very fast. Cause we're all, we're almost uh, in college, guys. We're in eleventh grade. Uh, to the juniors, I'm talking to, and you know, maybe some of your sophomores or whatever. Maybe I don't know some of you, but um, yeah, we're juniors now, and next year's our our year. Next year's the last year that we are in K two K through twelve. Uh, because after next year, things are going to be crazy. In a good way, hopefully. Uh, because college... I hope college goes good for all of us. College is expensive. But, you know, not expensive if you know what to do. You know, just just do good in college if you haven't done so great in high school. <sighs> so, alright, let's get back to where I lived in Terrazzo. So, um, I lived in Terrazzo for four years, like I said. I went to sixth grade. Uh, in sixth grade, I was, uh, that was my last year of living in a Terrazzo Terrace. And I um, made a few friends in uh, Mercer. Uh, Mercer was, it was kind of a turning point because I was like, you know, it's, it's middle school. You know, going to these different schools, like these different grade levels. First, it's preschool, then kindergarten. So next up is middle school for me. So it was, it was kind of tough, but uh, it was fun, though. I had a great time at Mercer uh, with all my friends. All right, so after sixth grade, uh, okay, so in seventh grade to around ninth grade, I, I lived in... Um, this uh, house oh, literally a couple streets away it was on a like a whole different uh, neighborhood um, but it was uh, it was called clock tower square and I lived there for around two two years I think for, uh, because I was uh, I lived in that house from seventh grade to around ninth grade um, in, in summer at, uh, 10th grade summer you know and that house, uh, I have nostalgia, uh, nostalgia from every single house I've lived in. Because, uh, you know, the, these cultural things today, you know, things that go in our, in our lives, like uh, different music, different um, 
different uh, shows, movies, different time periods in our life, you know, because it's just, um, it's just a part of us. Okay, so in Clock Tower Square, I lived there for around, yeah, like I said, I lived in there for two years. It was a, it was a good house too. I miss that house a lot. Um, really good times there. It was, it was probably the most like, it was probably the only house where nothing really happened to us, um, in a good way. Because when I lived in the Terrazzo Terrace house, I got the cops called on me two or three times from uh, hitting my neighbor's car with a football. Uh, because I would go kicking the football outside, you know, on my football tee. And yeah, I got called the cops on three times. Uh, this one lady that literally lived right underneath us, uh, she was so boring on, uh, what's it called? Thanksgiving. She called the cops on uh, my whole family. We had a huge Thanksgiving, you know, dinner in my house. And she called the cops for, uh, like, on us for uh, Thanksgiving for being too loud. It was, it was just bullshit, you know. And, uh, yeah, that lady called the cops on us around two times, two or three times. It's funny how many times I know these people call the cops on us. We had some pretty shitty neighbors in Terrazzo Terrace, but I still miss the house and all the nostalgic feeling from that area. And, uh, so yeah, now in Clock Tower, there was not really any shitty neighbors besides the one that lived next to us. And, uh, one day, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of you know this. Uh, one day when I was hanging out with, um, my friend, like, Anthony, Angel, Kenny, we were all just hanging out at my house, you know, messing around walking around the park and all that and so when we were walking outside <laughs> anthony got on the mailbox next to us and the lady who lived next to us uh saw that and she kept she got really upset she was like that's a federal offense i'm gonna call the cops on you and <laughs> anthony just didn't give a shit and so he just cursed her out you know like the savage he is and then uh yeah she eventually called the cops and then my mom got involved in it and yeah my mom basically shut her up though so uh the cop the cop was like the cop thought she was crazy or something not my mom the the lady that called the cops on us our neighbor and the cop was like you know you're just kids you know you're just messing around that's okay as long as you don't break anything you know and that's like how it is for everything as long as you don't break anything you're fine and so yeah, that was that was a really fun day. I still remember that day. Uh, Clock Tower was huge, um, uh, huge part of my life. I, I miss that house a lot. Uh, a lot of turning points in my life, you know, turning um, 13 years old plus, you know, those are basically my my uh, starting teenager years. And so yeah, here I am today. In that house, there was there was uh, not really anything bad that happened. Thank God. Uh, there was only a few like weird events, but it was a good house. I miss that house a lot too. All right, fast forward around two years later, um, around 2017. Yeah, 2017, I moved to this house in uh, Diabase Square. And 
it was a it was a pretty no what am I talking about I live here right now I live in Diabase Square and I'm not gonna of course I'm not gonna give address I'm not gonna give specific addresses or anything that's that's weird you know um, I'm just saying it's called Diabase Square and I'm living here right now and a lot of things have a lot of things have happened in this house because uh, you know I, I moved here recently 2017 it's going to be two years since I've uh, lived here same amount of years I've lived in the uh, clock tower and it's been a pretty good time but there is a lot of I would say this house is the house where a lot of things started to go down um, uh, I love this house though it's a really nice house but uh, you know in 2017 I'm talking about 2017 the year 2017 was uh, uh, it was probably one of the worst years of my life because you know a lot of things happened in the family a lot of a lot of deaths in the family um, you know like my uh, my grandmother uh, those of you know she passed away on July 31st of 2017 she was uh, she died on her deathbed in our house um, the one that we're living in right now that square the one where I'm talking right now she she passed away in that house and it was a really just tragic way it wasn't tragic thank god it wasn't painful or anything but you know she died of old age of sickness you know and um for about a month when uh, what's it called in june uh, around june the end of june she she um you know one night she woke up and she got scared because she saw a dream she looked she saw she said she saw something on the ceiling and it looked like it was running at her and so you know old people get kind of scared of those things and she got up and she booked it <laughs> but you know she she like she could walk really good for a for a um, 70 plus year old uh, woman and so but unfortunately she could not run and so she tripped and ended up falling and breaking one of her hip bones and um you know the end of her life started from there and you know these things are just when i go back and think of these things i'm just like it's actually amazing how these things work how one thing causes one thing to cause another thing and another thing and another thing you know it's you know sometimes i go back i tell myself what if what if um what if she didn't see that dream what if she didn't um what if she didn't fall you know maybe she could be here with us today but you know at the end of the day we are not the ones that control our life now we do but you know it's god's plan you know for things to happen some things that you do not want to happen can happen that doesn't mean god hates you that doesn't mean god dislikes you or wants revenge on you i don't know anybody that would say oh god wants revenge on me no things happen for a reason we're, we're gonna die one day every single one of us i'm not trying to make this podcast kind of depressing now but i'm just trying to give a little life lesson um 
for all of us uh, because sometimes we just need to hear it out we're gonna die one day and you know our parents they're not gonna be here with us every single day of our lives maybe one year i hope to god you know um, that god keeps all of our parents healthy and happy i'm just saying in general anything can happen to any of us our parents our loved ones our pets our our cousins our friends anybody anybody can die and that's just what life is you do one thing and then you do the other thing you know for motivation you should always and i mean always um you shouldn't ever doubt yourself you shouldn't ever consider yourself a failure uh you should always have respect for yourself and keep moving forward never look back you know there's a lot of things um you know always if you're gonna look back at things at the good things cherish it don't be like oh i was like maybe some maybe you uh you've been thinking oh you're a bad person from your past but like you had fun you know take that fun cherish it and move on forgive yourself for the past things you've done and just move on be a better person every day you know do good things every day do what you need to do to be the most successful person okay never ever doubt yourself never because who knows maybe one day you've been doing so bad on um maybe in a class maybe in math right you can't just give up if you give up nothing's gonna happen that's the true failure because if you give up, there's no way to see how else you can fail, you know? Because if you fail, now you know. Now you know these different options of, okay, this won't work, but maybe I can try this thing. Because if you just stop, then you're just going to sit with that failure, that guilt, that regret. And you can't change that. So everybody, you gotta, you gotta learn from your mistakes, because that what, that's what makes us, okay? That's what makes every single human being. Mistakes. We're all, we're all filled with mistakes. We make mistakes every single day. Probably. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to look like an idiot because, I mean, yeah, I make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everything they do. You know, not everybody's perfect. The only perfect being is God, and that's that's the truth. Um, I'm gonna take example for Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, you guys most likely know, hopefully. Patriots quarterback, six-time Super Bowl champion. But why couldn't he be a nine-time Super Bowl champion, right? He's been to nine Super Bowls. Some people say, how is he the greatest quarterback of all time? You know, to me, I think Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback of all time. But the the way Tom Brady's mindset is, that's what makes him the greatest quarterback of all time. It's not just about his six Super Bowl wins, rings. But, you know, I looked at an interview for Tom Brady. All he looks at is how he can do better. He learns from all of his mistakes. He learns from every single thing he does at practice. So just, just move forward. Like, you know, like Tyler, the creator said <laughs> on Twitter, you know, uh, somebody was like, 
oh i'm getting cyberbullied he was like <laughs> i know it's, it's kind of it's kind of a stupid thing to relate to but he was like <laughs> just just look away from the screen you know just just move forward don't look back don't look at the screen i'm sure that's he probably wasn't trying to be motivational or anything but i'm just saying even tyler the creator knows it he's like the goofiest artist in the 21st century but he's a good artist so he's a good artist so yeah that was your little motivation for today hopefully that affected you guys but yeah remember um never give up one last thing remember don't give up and always know that somebody is always there for you yeah all right so let's keep moving forward so like i i talked about how my uh, my grandma died in july 31st 2017 after that time i got really depressed and that time i stopped playing football most of you know I could be still playing football today, but you know, I had a lot of depression and maybe I wasn't diagnosed with it or anything, but I really could feel it. I was too depressed to do anything. I was scared to go. I was like, because that one day that my grandma died, it was the most anxiety, depression, stress, everything I've ever felt. And I, from that day, I felt like I have been, um, what's the word? I've been socially distressed, you know? I feel like I got socially distressed. I was so scared to take risks after that. You know, just recently, I've been really coming back together. Not recently. By recently, I mean maybe like eight, nine, ten months ago. I've been learning to really just move forward and learn from it, cope with it, you know? Get out of that depression. Because uh, I was depressed for, like, I feel like I was depressed for, like, a year. I had no motivation to do anything. I was so stressed out. I was, like, the reason I didn't go to football be was because I was, like, man, football, like, you know, football is also stressful, and this is stressful, and, you know, like, I'm stressed right now, and I can't do anything. And, you know, my mom was, my mom, my family was really, really just in a bad spot at that time and i i took the time to stay home you know so i can uh, in the summertime so i can be with my mom so we can both cope with every um every hardship and you know uh, it was really nice some of our cousins from pakistan came um like a week or two later to you know just stay with us help us out cope with us you know and just make us feel better and that made me real feel really good because it made me feel like you know it's amazing how uh, how care caring our family can be you know always always prioritize family first always and so like i said after i um after i got out of depression all of that and I'm not saying, uh, I'm not trying to say, oh, I had depression just because I, I felt sad or anything, but I truly could feel it. And, you know, depression is something that you must take very seriously. It's not, it's not a trend. You know, what pisses me off today is that on Twitter and like all these things, people like on Snapchat, all these people like, and I'm not trying to be like a dick or anything, 
you know, X is a great artist and all that he was. But, um, you know, he made a lot of songs, like, from his heart, right? And people really took those songs, you know, just, just, uh, they just really socialized it. They really made it popular and they're like, oh, it's a trend to be, to be depressed and to be in these spots. Oh, look at me. I'm a teenager. I'm depressed. I'm in a bad spot. Like, these, this is what I see a lot of people doing today still. And it's really wrong. On Twitter, just a couple days ago, I saw uh, this one uh, This one girl. She she tweeted, um, depression merch. Depression merchandise. Her name was, uh, I'm not going to say a name, but it, it was some celebrity or some YouTuber or whatever. Uh, she said, um, here's my new merch. And all it had was, it had like definition of anxiety and shit like that. And, you know, like, I saw people in the replies, they were getting pretty heated about it too. They were like, depression is something that's not, not a joke. It's not at all a joke, okay? Depression is not a joke. Talk to someone if you feel really depressed. Because the way I got out of, uh, you know, those feelings was by talking to family. Talking to my cousins. And realizing things and learning things, you know? Learning from the past. That's how you get out of it. Because depression stays with you if you don't do anything. Okay, depression stays with you if you don't help yourself. If you don't start respecting yourself. <sighs> so, yeah. I know in this podcast today, it's been kind of, kind of long, kind of emotional. But, um, you know, I like to use this podcast to sometimes spread awareness, spread um, the truth. And uh, give some nice life lessons. That nice life lessons. I can't even say that word. Um, that maybe we will all use. Because uh, I, I feel like uh, in this generation, we do not have that many mentors. That many people that actually care for our uh, mental health. And so, yeah, I'm really giving a shout out to please spread awareness for mental health. Okay, it's serious depression, it's serious stress, anxiety, all these things. If you know somebody with depression, please, please help them out. Because if if you don't help them out, if you don't give them company, if you don't talk to them, you don't know things could go in a very, very bad way. Things that uh, we do not want to talk about, you know, like death or anything, suicide. That's bad. But um, now I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm really happy with my life. And I'm really thankful for everything. Um, every single thing. Um, because I've learned from literally every single thing in my life. Every moment. I've learned from everything. Alright guys. Um, it's, been, it's been a good podcast so far. It's been around 40 minutes. Talking about my life. Talking about... Um, you know what's going on right uh right now in my life and all the previous things that have have happened uh those uh, i'm just this podcast was basically to talk about um you know clear up things about me because i feel like i have not talked about it uh with many of you so yeah thank you so much guys for listening to episode six of pony podcasts I will try to make uh, more podcasts soon, 
and um yeah i really hope you enjoyed please please um help my podcast out and share it with your friends family on social media it's it means a lot to me you know i'm getting i'm getting i know i'm getting less than a dollar like for these podcasts but still it's so money so please help me out thank you guys i'll see you next time